people here this week. Good grief. You have reached the Shays Lounge with Cricket. <laughs> and Vaughn. And we have a special guest this week. Special returning, it is me once again, it Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Alex. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to our home. We're always glad to have you here. Um, Alex has been spending the last, oh, I don't know, five or six minutes teaching us um, some phrases, some words and phrases in Japanese. Uh, yeah, just because I have been taking some Japanese classes here lately at my university for the past two semesters. So they were saying, you know, I would like to get a tattoo or something that says, I don't know what this says, or just some little stupid phrase. And something ironic in Japanese. Because, exactly. You know, if somebody sees it and can speak Japanese, they're like, oh, I want one on. that says, <laughs> I want one that says like potato soup. <laughs> I don't know the words for that, but I can get back to you on that. <laughs> well, I, I, like, like Vaughn and I were talking, I want a tattoo of something in Japanese or Chinese that says, I don't know. So that when people say, oh, what does that say? I can say, I don't know. And I, I'm right. And, and Oh, what did you get one that says, it's Japanese? So when somebody says, oh, what is that? It's Japanese. <laughs> Nihongo desu. Right, well, what, was it, what does it say? It's Japanese. What, what was it? Nihongo desu. What he said. Apparently, it's Japanese language. <laughs> Nihon being Japanese or Japan, and then gold being language. So, language Japanese. of Japan. Well, there you go. See, we can we can do that. We can get these we little ironic tattoos. Yeah. yeah. It's As, Japanese, or I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It's Japanese. That's my, that's my tattoo. It's gonna say I don't know. It's Japanese. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and since those stimmies dropped, we got tattoo money now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I've got like a list of things that I want to talk about today. And unfortunately, most of my list is like politics. So we're going to have to like break it up with some fun stuff. Yeah. Because I can't talk about politics for an hour. I'll, I'll go insane. You and me both. So I can't do it. Um, but some of the stuff that I had. Okay, like for example, there is an act that was, let me, let's see, it's the Violence Against Women Act, which sounds like a great idea, right? What are you looking at? He's right. Is that what that, oh, is that what that says? Yes. Shirenai Nihongo Desyo. I don't know what this is. I don't know. I don't know. It's <laughs> Japanese. I don't know. It's Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. That's, that's, that's my tattoo right there. There you go. I'll, I'll box this and put little circles around it for you later. That's mine. All right. Do that one. Sorry. I digress. No, 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 no. You're fine. We need we need to have like some pattern before we get into the good stuff. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. This is, this is I get good. it. I get it. This is all good stuff. Our, 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 our listeners like this. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, okay, what do I have? Oh, here's a fun one to start. The violence off. against women. You started that. I did. Uh, I want to move to something else real quick. I'll come back to that. Fine. Because I want to start with something fun. Start so with I'm gonna, I got something with. stupid I want to talk about, but go ahead. Why would you talk about yourself like that? Your mom. <laughs> don't. Don't lob a big fat one across the plate and not expect me to swing at it. You know, I'll be honest. For a minute, whenever y'all were talking about that, I thought it was going to be directed towards me. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice here. <laughs> Since when? Yeah. Like, I no, don't know. But whenever I mention this, you're going to say, well, that's dumb. Okay. You, you'll agree. I promise. Okay. Well, the thing I wanted to talk about is there is um, a wax museum in San Antonio. <laughs> I know. I love it. That had oh, to take no. down their Trump. You heard about this? Their Trump no. figurine because people kept walking up to the Trump statue and punching it. 
and it was costing them too much money to mess to keep fixing it. I mean, the article actually stated that this that that thing took a beating. <laughs> People would just be like going through the the museum and come up to the Trump statue, just walk up to it, and just just punch right it right in the face. face and mess up the wax. I mean, hey, property damage is a better thing to handle than assault, I guess. <laughs> I bet that guy had a whole lot of aggression. Well, they said they had know, to take just... it out out of the viewing and go chunk it off into storage somewhere because it kept taking repeated beatings. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you have you been to Disney? You've been to Disneyland, right? I haven't been to Disneyland. I've been to Disney World. World is the one in Florida. Correct. Okay, so I've been to that one. Did you go to the Hall of Presidents? Uh, I went in once with a couple friends, but did you see that god awful Trump statue that they've got up there? Uh, this was before he was okay. in office. This was my sophomore year of high school. I am pretty sure, because I saw I saw that that animatron thing, whatever. How terrifying! Oh my gosh! I am almost positive that they were fully expecting Hillary to win the election. Oh yes! Because that honestly, that animatron looks like it was supposed to be Hillary. And at the last minute, they had to switch it and turn it into Trump because it doesn't look like him at all. It kind of looks like this weird amalgam of him and her. It's like they put a Trump face over his, over her bone structure. Yeah, skinwalkers. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's freaky. It's freaky, and and it it doesn't speak like him because you know he speaks in these weird, um, these weird rambling um, train of consciousness type that always. Get something thrown in about how smart he is, or how great he is, or how much better he's done stuff. Right. Well, if you go to the Hall of Presidents, it actually makes him sound like a normal human being who actually knows how to speak to people without. Because if you listen to him with a teleprompter versus listen to him without a teleprompter, it's two completely different people. You're fine. You're fine. The, it, people expect we have there to random be a lot of noises noise. all the time. Yeah, like this one keeps moving the chair and you know making noise. Stop! Seriously, you're, that's a lot of background noise. <laughs> for shame. For shame, for shame. Zong, then. Um, but yeah, okay, so the Trump statue keeps getting beaten to crap, so they had to move it. Yeah. So that's hey, funny to me. And, and, and I'm going to go ahead and do my dumb thing. So what's your dumb thing? There's a lady suing Major League Baseball. For... What? For getting hit by a foul ball. Oh come on! The people it, people want to get hit by foul balls. And they're like, they can't believe that she's actually able to take this anywhere because on the back of every ticket stub, mm-hmm. it talks about that it's dangerous. You're accepting those responsibilities. But what she is saying that the netting doesn't go down far enough down the baselines to protect the the, the, the people there. So now. Can you One hear of the my big draws I'm, I'm about really going to these games is that they've actually moved stands closer because people people want to be closer to the game. Mm-hmm. And now they're so there's if she wins this, every freaking stadium is going to end up putting netting all the way down the freaking side baselines to prevent people from getting hurt. That's dumb. And people are going to get pissed off and they're going to hate it. But it's yeah. all going to be because of that one damn woman. Well, like, what about that guy that got clocked in the chest by that by that playoff? Yeah, ball? but he didn't he didn't drop a beer though. He, man. Did he not, was famous. He was double fisting those beers, 
and he got just, I mean, that, that home run just hit him right in the chest and just fell. Like, it, his he chest absorbed it. all of it. He blocked and it. And he, 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 he kept those beers in his hand. Homeboy invested all of his skill points. I mean, it was like, what, yeah. it was like, what, two days later, they already had T-shirts made of him holding his beers and the ball hitting him. And they gave it. They they let him go to the next playoff game because that was that was when uh, Texas was playing. Um, if it wasn't the playoffs, it was not Texas. Well, not Texas. Um, <laughs> uh, the Astros. Astros. It was the Astros were playing the Rockies. No, I don't remember. I don't remember. Whoever Texas was playing a couple of years ago. Not Texas. I mean, uh, Houston. Uh, Houston was playing a couple of years ago, um, but he was actually for the other team. But they let him go to the Texas home game. They flew him to the Texas home game. Houston. Houston home game. It's all in Texas, okay? But if you it, say the Texas baseball team, it's the Rangers because it's the Texas Rangers. Okay, fine. Get well, it straight. They they flew him to go see Houston it. play the playoff game, even though he was on it. Okay, what are, what are we talking about here? Just say what you need to say. That's Elvish. Um, it would take me a minute to decipher what it says. I'm not 100% sure. It says John Shea. Okay. Um, so, anyway, okay. So, what else are we talking about here? Oh! So, she's suing Major League Baseball. She's probably not going to get very far. And she's going to no, ruin they, the game they, for everybody. They think that she may actually get it pretty far. You, a judge is letting it carry on going oh, to Oh, that's dumb. I mean, if there's the whole warning and like the, hey, you basically signed this agreement on the back of the ticket stubs and you see all that, then like, why is this able to go anywhere in the first place? I mean, you buy the ticket, that's pretty much, yeah, there's the chance I'm going to get hit. People take their gloves to these games. In expecting hopes, to get hit. Expecting to get Wanting hit. Wanting to get hit. And if you got hit, pay attention. Now, I can expect, if she got hit with a bat, that's something different. Nobody expects to go to a baseball game and get hit by a bat. But a ball? Come on. Come on. That's like most people's dream, to be I know. honest. To get a, get a ball hit. I mean, I've been to a crap ton of games, and the only time I've ever gotten a ball from one of those games is when we got there really early during batting practice. So. Because the chances are so slim. Mm -hmm. And they were hitting, you know, they get out there and try to put on a show during batting practice, so you know. Oh, this guy hits him over here, and like everybody would go over here and just wait for him. And he would—they would see the crowd gather, and they'd try to hit it to the crowd. How is that going to mess up when they go into the stands to catch these foul balls, though? What do you mean? Like, wouldn't the net catch the player before they jumped into the stands to catch? Well, they wouldn't be able to jump into the stands to catch because there'd be a net there. Well, well, how, just wait for it to hit gonna, the net and then catch it on. Its is way that going to be like a like a? If it hits the net, it's foul. Oh, that's dumb. I'm sorry. Well, anything that goes over that way is going to be foul anyway. But you should at least be given the chance to recover it as a player. I agree. Man, people suck. Yes, I can't wait to get off this planet. <laughs> and I heard that there... I, I'm going to have to look this up because it kind of reminded me. In some of the minor leagues, they're doing automated balls and strikes. Really? Like it's a computer program thing that's judging the strike zone, like a camera, and that's what they're going to be using to call balls and strikes. They're doing. They have uh, timers on their play clock mm -hmm. for the pitchers, mm -hmm. so they can't delay the game. And one of them, I don't agree with at all. It says that they can do like 
two pickoff play attempts at each base per batter. Now, I think you should be able to try to pick him off as, as often as you want to pick him off. That's, I just like, that's the point. As a pitcher, I'm like, okay, if I try to pick him off once, and if I try to do it a second time and I don't get him, I'm screwed. Yeah. Because then he can just go. Because he can just go. It, yeah. Because he can get a big-ass lead, and I can't try to pick him off anymore. Yeah. That you're That's giving too big of an advantage to a batter. So as a runner, you're sitting over there, and you're going to be trying to get a big lead. Because you're going to try to get him, try to pick you off at least twice. Because then, you know, after that, remember that big lead I had a minute ago? Let me take a couple extra steps. Well, they could practically just go from first to second without any challenge. They can just take the base. Man, I don't understand how that's going to work. That's just That seems like a really bad idea. Well, anyway. I mean, the other two ideas seem like they'd be pretty decent if they got the tech down, right? Because then at that point, you're eliminating human error. Yeah. yeah, but you can't be mad at a machine. It's more fun to be mad at a umpire. Right. That's half the fun of going to baseball is yelling curses at the umpire. Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. So I don't think you've heard. We've told this story on the podcast before, but we were watching one of the first baseball games since COVID. And, of course, there's no there's no crowd mm-hmm. out there. And so you can hear everything that happens on the field. They're piping in crowd noise, but you can still hear the guys talking from the field because there's just nothing muffling the noise. Well, if this had happened at a normal baseball game where there's a crowd, you would never have heard what happened. Mm-hmm. But the pitcher threw the ball. It got tipped off the bat and hit the umpire directly in the chest. Ooh. And he goes... Oh, shit. <laughs> and you heard it just loud. And then they replayed it, and you heard it again. It's and then I, And then I think they finally figured out, oh, he just cussed on national TV. We can't let we can't replay it again. So they, they like, didn't replay it. But, yeah, it was funny. We, were, we cracked up. Oh, my gosh. We laughed for hours about that because yeah, the poor guy, he was just, he was like, whew. Like he, he just stood there for a minute after that happened. <laughs> Because once it comes off that bat, it's going a lot faster than than what that than what it was pitched at, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's going to slow down a little bit. It's just you're. It's just you're not expecting. You're it. not expecting it. Yeah, you know? it probably knocked the wind Anything, out of you. I mean, if you're expecting a hit, it's not going to be as much. But it's when it catches you off guard <laughs> is when it hurts. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. The worst oh part God. about pitching sometimes you get the guy hit one right back <laughs> at you and. <laughs> You're just playing defense. You're not playing, like, actual defense. You're, like, trying to defend your life. <laughs> and if you actually happen to catch it, it looks badass. Mm-hmm. But really, you're not really trying to catch it. You're just trying to, you know, not die. <laughs> Is that when, when the pitcher just snatches it out of the air? Yeah, like, I mean, well, they, and, and, they'll reach for it and try it. And if you catch it, that's one thing that's great about it, though, because if you actually stop it, it looks cool. And you have to play that off you like you to totally play it meant off to. Like you totally meant to do it. Yeah, because if, if you, you go out there jumping around like you didn't mean to do it, it, it kind of takes something out of the. And if out you miss it. it, it's like no big deal. That nobody really expected you to catch that anyway. Yeah. Like the one I showed you, the guy hit that hard freaking line drive right at the pitcher, and he just kind of reached out real fast and snagged it out of the air, and the and the uh, the batter just kind of stopped for a second. He goes, "Did you catch that?" <laughs> And the guy's like, yeah. <laughs> no, 
I think it's also kind of funny whenever you can see the camera like trying to track where the ball is going, then like it has to stop and then go back because it didn't see it stop. Oh, or it has to try to figure out where the ball went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it pulls the cameraman. Well, one thing I am glad that they did with baseball is the instant replay. I yes. know there were a lot of people that were upset that they started doing that because, you know, it takes away from some of the game or whatever. It was all supposed to be on the umpire and blah, blah, blah. But um, but I'm, I'm glad they did the instant replay. It, it's, it's a lot more fair to the players when you can figure out who actually hit the bag first. I mean, there are so many what they call bang-bang plays that an umpire calls it the best he can. And sometimes, you know, they'll try to get help from another umpire. Hey, did you see it better than me? You know, and it, it's still because like there's been plays I've seen live, and I'm like, oh, that dude is so out. Why did he call him safe? That's BS. Mm-hmm. And then you call, or and you see the replay, and you see the glove missed him by two inches, and the yeah. umpire got it right. But you're just like, there's there's no way you can catch all that stuff. Right. So without the instant replay, they have they have a lot of errors. They, they did, and it was a lot of human error. So, yeah, I mean, I kind of get your point that, you know, taking taking the human aspect out of calling balls and strikes and everything is... is it takes away some of the tradition, though, once you it do does. that. The more original feeling. I'll probably be just as fine with it as I am with the instant replay. After a couple of seasons, it'll be no big deal. Mm-hmm. See, like, Everybody for me, though, it's it. like, you know, you get used to certain umpires, and you, and you pitch in a way based off that umpire. Well, and and you can't fool by holding your glove a certain way and, like, pulling it back into the strike zone real quick. Yeah. Because, like, I had some umpires I knew. They they, they would call low strikes all day long, and it would piss hitters off. I'm throwing it, you know, strike zone is supposed to be from the base of your knee. Right. right? I would throw it (laughs) mid-shin. Obvious ball. But he would call them strikes every time. So they would end up having to swing at pitches they didn't like swinging at. Mm Mm-hmm. And had some umpires that would call it up above the chest. That's where I would throw it. I mean, you just kind of figure you, out you how the umpire, umpire likes to yeah. call them. Oh, I'm not trying to play footsie with you. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're not. Well, I had to put my feet over there because I accidentally started playing footsie with him. I put my stretched out and I put my hit something. I was like, what is that? I looked down and it's this It's my shoe. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but that was my baseball stuff of the day, so. Well, I don't, I don't have any baseball stuff for the day, so we can move on to something else. Yeah, whatever you got. Um, no, okay, so I was talking about the, um, hang on, let me get back to it. The Violence Against Women Act. Okay, so it expired two years ago. Seems like a really bad thing to have expire, right? Because it's one of those things that puts protections in for women for if they have, like, sex crimes against them or, um, you know, uh, domestic abuse and things like that. It just kind of, it makes the penalties for stuff like that a little heavier. Which seems like a good idea, right? Let's protect the women. I think violence against anybody should... I mean, why would you need a law for violence against anybody? Um, Mainly because... violence. Violence is violence, but mainly because women are so grossly... Over, they're over represented. They're oversubjected to it. Yeah, it's it's not men that are having a lot of violence against them. It's women that are that are getting violented by the men. 
violent violent you almost said violated almost said violated um so it it expires it expired two years ago and it needs to be re-upped um 120 no 172 republicans in the house voted against it and only 20 republicans voted for it so i'm glad it's on the record that these guys are like against helping women who are being abused because the stuff that was in that bill is stuff like um domestic abusers can't have weapons if you are convicted of domestic abuse under this act you are not allowed to own a weapon that expired so we're trying to re-up it um in this new re-upping instead of only husbands that were convicted of domestic violence now it also includes common law and boyfriends so if your common law husband or your boyfriend is convicted of domestic violence against you that person cannot own a weapon because there is a direct correlation between domestic abuse and violence with weapons so they're just taking away your right to own a weapon which I, you know, I, and, and that does seem like it'd be a pretty good idea. But I mean, whenever they starts getting to the realm of like, oh, a boyfriend or something like that, that's very easy to just get around and be like, oh no, I'm not their boyfriend, or oh no, I'm not that. And then I mean, what do you have to go and specifically tie them to that at that point? I'm sure they could probably use text messages, friends who say, oh yeah, they've been together for five years, off and on. You know, he's definitely her boyfriend or whatever. You know, I think a lot of the a lot of the complaints against it are from people saying, well, what if she's just trying to say I'm her boyfriend to get me in trouble? You know, stuff like that. Like, And not, and not to say that cases like that don't exist, but... They're so rare as mm-hmm. to not even really be a problem. That's kind of like... Like, I don't even know what that what, what I can compare that to, but it's just, it's, it's not one of those things that's actually an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like, like false rape accusations. Out of a hundred rapes, there may be two false allegations. That's not a problem. You know what I mean? Like that's not that's not something you need to worry about because it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's just the a rape. Though. Well, okay. So like out of out of if you take um, cases where a hundred women say that they've been raped, only two of those is gonna be a fake, a, a false allegation. Where a woman's just trying to get a man in trouble. Yeah. Two out of a hundred. Like, like what Cuomo is arguing right now. That's what he's arguing, and I believe I, I, I'm. So, you do not get to Cuomo's position without harassing and sexually harassing women. You just don't. You saw the Texans quarterback, Houston Texans, is going through the same thing right now. Deshaun Watson. Again, you don't get to those positions without harassing women. I'm sorry, man. Like, just you had been... to cross somebody a certain way to get them to want to do something like that. And the reason they think, if I heard it correctly, one of the things that one for Deshaun is BS is because this lady's attorney mm-hmm. has already tried to get Watson's attorney to settle out of court. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> he, he wasn't... They said somehow he wasn't even in that area during the time frame she's claiming this happened. Mm-hmm. So, oh, no, no. We're fighting that. We're not just paying you money. 
That's yeah. It's obvious that's what she's doing. Yeah. So, no, we're not giving you money. But, okay, so for every Deshaun Watson, you have a Donald Trump who has 32 allegations against him from credible sources. So, yes, the fake stuff happens, but it doesn't happen with enough frequency that it's something you so ever need Donald to worry about. So just didn't like Bill Cosby doing something better than him. So he was trying to right? out, he was trying to outrank him. Trying to he's trying to get up to trying to outrape him. <laughs> oh yeah, he did thirty two. I'm going for fifty. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> All right, give me a minute. <laughs> well, see the difference between Trump and and um, and uh, Bill Cosby is that Bill Cosby had to drug all of his women, and Donald Trump just like grabbed him and started humping him or something. I don't know. It's gross. I like. I don't even want to think about it because it's just yeah, gross. That's gross. <laughs> Throw a bag of money at him and just hope it knocks him out unconscious for a few hours. That's what he did to that 13-year-old. The one that accused him of rape. They paid her off to go away. Because it was credible allegations. She was getting death threats from, like, people on his team. And so they paid her off to make her go away. And she's just like, you know what? It ain't worth it. Ain't worth it. Death threats. Don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) So okay, so the Violence Against Women Act. So I talked about that. Um, <laughs> See, that's that's how you that's how you can always make sure no one ever chokes you to death. If anybody ever starts trying to choke you to death, just moan. Just just try to get out the words harder, Daddy, <laughs> and they'll let you go. <laughs> <laughs> or no, like here's the thing. Like on, on a similar note, like if you're ever just like sitting in the house and you you think, swear to God, like there's it's haunted. There's something out there. Something in the dark. Watch me. Just start jerking one out real quick. <laughs> Freak they, it out. <laughs> like, you're either going to get one out before you die, or they're going to be uncomfortable and leave. They're like, man, this dude, I'm not haunting this guy. Can I have somebody else? This one's messed up. It's also like if you get into a, like a random fight on the street, just drop your pants. Most of the time they're going to like wonder what the hell's going on. And Nobody like, what are you doing? Fight the naked guy. Like Rodney Carrington said, you look like you could fight. He said, man, I never lost a fight in my life. He goes, really? Said, yeah, first time a... Uh, there's something kind of going on. I just drop my pants and it's like, come on, and start shaking it at them because nobody wants to fight the naked guy, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, so this is completely different, change, changing in subject. But I thought this was really cool. So there is a burger joint in Toronto that names its burgers after office supplies, so that when you get a receipt, you can expense it at work. Like one of the burgers is named. Mini dry erase board, ergonomic aluminum laptop stand, wired headphones with mic, silicone keyboard cover. Those are all different types of burgers that you can go up there and order, and it'll come out on your receipt. You can turn that receipt in at work, and you can expense the whole meal. Why did you get 43 silicone keyboard covers in the past 48 hours? (laughs) Gee, I don't know. They just weren't the right size. Now I don't get 300 staplers. (laughs) I don't have that problem at work. As long as I'm buying, like like this whole week, I bought lunch for everybody. Like I've spent a bunch of money buying lunch. I'm getting all that back because I bought for everybody in the entire office. So we're we're getting our lunches for free. Yeah. So it's awesome. So I can expense all that stuff. So, but I guess if you have like a like a like a work site or whatever that's not going to let you do that sort of thing, you just you know slide one in under the. Under the radar, it'd be all right. So, um, where where is this place? <laughs> it's in Toronto. I want to go to Toronto. 
I want to. I want to go to Canada. Like, like that's that's a that's like a number two spot that I want to go. Ireland is the first. Well, okay, number three. So Ireland's the first place I want to go, and then Australia. Even though like everything there wants to kill you, and then I would like to go to Canada. I think it would be really cool to see Canada. I mean, Canada's a lot closer. <laughs> yeah, I could drive to Canada if I really wanted to. Would it be fun? No, I want to go to Canada to, yes. just to go for a bear hunt. Yeah, well, one of these days I'm going to send you on a bear hunt in Canada. I have a feeling there's a deeper meaning to that. No, I want to go on a bear hunt. That's yeah, like probably the 90% of the reason why I bought that 300 Winchester Magnum in there. Just on the off chance you get to go on a bear hunt one day. Because they won't let you hunt for anything less than a .30-06, but they prefer you something bigger. And I had that 7 mag, but I'm like, ooh, 300 See, listeners, you think he's talking about going to hunt the animal, but what he's really talking about is going to the gay bathhouses up there to hunt for him some bear. There's gay bathhouses? I'm sure that there are all over Canada. Just gay bathhouses everywhere. Uh, I'll ask Cardboard. He'd probably know. Yeah, you should ask him. <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy who's gone to a gay bathhouse. Like <laughs> that one? See, I'm right here. And that picture, <laughs> that was solid black. That's me. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm missing some lore here. No, cardboard is one of our. Um, yeah, I know who he is. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying he's one of our loyal listeners. Oh. So yeah. I'm so sorry that they're ragging on you like this. <laughs> no, you're. Not. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one time I said something about how short he was, and then that a few days later we were playing Xbox, and he was like. And I am not 5'2", I'm 5'6". <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> it's like, my bad, I'm sorry. I have a list of alternative cuss words um, that we need to start using because some of them are fantastic. Of course, there's the normal ones like shucks and rats and gosh and crapola and stuff like that. Dag nabbit. Crud muffin. Cotton-headed ninny-muggins. <laughs> Yeah, cotton-headed ninny muggins. Um, son of a biscuit. Son of a biscuit eater. Right. Which just adds that extra layer on top of it. Um, son of a motherless goat is one of my favorite ones. I've used that one. Son of a motherless goat. <laughs> um, let's see. What are some of the other ones? Jumping Jehoshaphat. Um, let's see. Farfignugan. Which didn't... Um, I don't think I'd be able to pronounce that right at any point in time. Didn't Bugs Bunny use that one? What am I, I thinking of? I don't know. I thought... Uh, what, what was the name of that bunny stew that they that they did on um, on Bugs Bunny? Rabbit stew? It, it, but it, but he had a name, like Farfignugan or something like that. Your guess is as good as mine. I don't remember. I it's don't been a while remember. since I've watched Bugs Bunny. Judas Priest. Great Googly Moogly. I like that I one. I like Great Googly Moogly. Let's see. Kiss uh, My Grits. Uh, yep. I know. I've heard that one plenty of times. Oh, H-E Double Hockey Sticks. Yep. <laughs> Shut the front door. <laughs> Shut the front door. <laughs> um, okay, so this one is on the list, but I wouldn't use this one. Um, cotton Picking. Don't use that one, guys. You're out of your cotton-picking mind? Yeah, that's an old Southern phrase, but don't use it because it's kind of... Gee, I wonder why. Yeah, let's not use that one. <laughs> oh, and did you know that like saying um, that's enough from the peanut gallery and stuff like that, that's kind of the same thing as saying something's cotton-picking and um, 
because the peanut gallery is where like all of the um, lower class poor people sat. And of course, at the time, the lower class poor people were all of a certain color. So when you're saying no comments from the peanut gallery, that's what you're saying. That means I'd never get to comment. Right? Master bedroom, that's another one. That's oh, I thought you started to say something else. No! But like master bedroom is kind of like peanut gallery because it's one of those things that we use in everyday phrase, but it like came from a certain... Because it was the master's bedroom and it just turned into master bedroom. Yeah. Hmm. Grandfathered in, that's another one. Because if you if something was grandfathered in, that means your grandfather did it, so therefore you were able to do it. They used to do the grandfather clause uh, to keep black people from voting. Because if your grandfather didn't do it, then you weren't allowed to do it. And, you know, of course, black people didn't have grandfathers here. So, hmm. so it's interesting the way that language has evolved like that. Anyway, that was a tangent. I saw, I'm sorry. Well, that's just like how language evolved. Like, um, our son asked us the other, uh, yesterday when we were driving around in the car, he's like, if it's a bad word, then why do they start calling using that word for female dogs? Yeah. And you had to explain to him, so no, well, that word was always used for female dogs. And it was later on people started using that as a slur word toward other men to question their manhood. Yeah, to diminish them. Because insults toward men, you either are insulting their mother or you are comparing them to women. There are no good insults that are directed at men that have anything to do with them as a person. You can call a woman all kinds of names all day, and it affects like how you how you view them as a person. But a man, you're either comparing them to a woman, or you're insulting their mother. Yeah. You call somebody a son of a bitch, you're insulting their mother. Somebody called me one by yeah and. <laughs> no, that's quiet about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say my mother's the bitch, your mother's the drama queen. That she is. <laughs> it's okay. We all oh, we all have our dirty laundry. The uh, <laughs> license of hers that I've been accused of stealing like several times. Uh huh. Did it turn up? Uh, my sister found it. Uh huh. It was under some canned goods in her cabinet. She had hid it in there. Hmm. And you've been accused of stealing that how many times now? Several. At least four or five times. I've gotten yeah. phone calls. I need my license. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, you took it. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, that was a weird tangent. What do you have written down that you want to talk about? Uh, you know, just to kind of go on the, the crazy weather thing that we've gotten over not too long ago, you know? Mm-hmm. There was apparently some crazy-ass storms around... Uh, Mississippi and Alabama the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, they, like, just in that area alone, 23 tornadoes. I didn't hear about the number of tornadoes, but it was mm. bad weather the other night. The skies are angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my buddy said he got a vape pen with a MMJ, and his wife took a hit off of it, a big one. She said he, he said she's hiring a cat right now. <laughs> Who said that? Cardboard. <laughs> His wife took a hit off of him and she's um, I I did that the other night uh, because if I if I like hit mine 
but I hit it like four or five times over the course of like an hour, I got a nice little buzz going. You know, I'm not like super, super high. I'm just kind of skating along, kind of enjoying my cartoons. You know what I'm saying? The other night I took it a little too fast and I took about six puffs and probably less than 15 minutes. Oh, that's weak. But but I'm, I'm a cheap, I'm yeah, a cheap yeah, date. Yeah, I'm a yeah. super cheap date. <laughs> I laid down in bed and I like physically couldn't move. <laughs> I was just like laying there and I was like, I hope nothing happens because I can't get up. <laughs> I mean, hey, honestly, the sleep that you get after something like that is the best sleep oh, you'll ever gosh. get in your life. Oh my, it is. Because like me, college, I get maybe four, six hours on average daily just because, hey, I got to stay up really late and I have 10 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m. classes. Right, yeah. It's like, I don't have time to sleep. <laughs> That's a luxury. I don't have a sleep schedule. I have sleep opportunities. Right. You nap between classes in the library like a normal college student. Well, I mean, can't exactly go to the library too much anymore with all the stuff going around. What, with COVID and all? Yeah, but hey... After a stressful week, take a couple hits off of something, snooze off, wake up feeling great. Yeah, I, I absolutely love my high naps. They're 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 the best. Oh, but I didn't tell you I was in um, I was in Colorado a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. at my best friend's wedding, and of course we were in Colorado, so of course we partook of the local flora. Ah uh, yes, partaking in the local luxuries. Yes. So I I, t- I told this story to Vaughn last week. <clears throat> there were four of us, and so three of us, not including the driver, decided that since we had an hour drive between Denver and Colorado City, we were just going to take that hour to allow our edibles to start working, so that we weren't wasting any time. Now the last edibles I tried didn't work on me and I was very disappointed. It was extremely so I was like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna try it one more time. I'm going to the source, going to Colorado, I'm gonna try one. So I talked to the guy at the shop that we were at. He recommended some little brownies for me. He's like, take one, maybe two, you'll be good. Okay, so three. (laughs) So I took one and I was like, well they didn't work on me last time. Oh no. I can see where this is going. So I think I'll go ahead and take a second one just to make sure that it kicks in real good. By the time we got to Colorado City... How many did you eat? I just ate two. Just two. Uh Uh-huh. No, seriously. Like, just two. Okay. We had to go through what's called the Garden of the Gods, where we were looking for, like, places... We were scouting for places to, uh, to uh, have the wedding and everything. Like... We were going down steps and up steps and on. And I was like, no, guys. (laughs) I'm going to stay over here and y'all can go kill yourselves on these rocks because I don't think I can make it back down if I get up them. (laughs) And then we got back to the house and the one sober friend that was with us, he was telling me, he was like, it was like dealing with little children because all three of us were very, very high. (laughs) We had all taken way too many edibles. Now, typically, when I'm high, I get real quiet because I'm afraid that what I'm saying is really dumb, and I don't want to sound dumb when I'm high. Oh, precious, you don't need to be high to do that. I know, right? 
But but in my head, I'm thinking to myself, I'm high. I'm having dumb thoughts. I don't want to say these dumb thoughts and people hear these dumb thoughts. In Colorado, I was so high that it wasn't just that I, I was quiet, not because I was afraid the thoughts were dumb, but because I couldn't physically form thoughts and get them out. And then we sat in the hot tub that night. And I just remember laying back against the jets and going, if I slide under the water, I'm not coming back up. <laughs> well, see, that makes me think about this guy who said something the other day about he, he had some edibles and he'll never do it again. And they're like, why? He said, man, I saw Jesus in my curtains. <laughs> he goes, well, why is that such a bad thing? He says, I'm a fucking atheist. <laughs> I swear, I, oh, I didn't think I was coming back down. I did not think I was coming back down. I was so freaking high. And I don't, I don't like edibles, by the way. I don't like, because it's a body high. It's not a head high. And your, your, your thoughts are like going nuts. Don't like it. I like the regular high where your brain just kind of shuts off. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that little story kind of reminds me of this one video I saw <clears> where <throat> a dude was like at a party with a bunch of his friends. And they had a bunch of food on the counter, and it was separated. Like, food on this side is regular food. These are the regular <laughs> snacks. The food on this side are the snacks that you want to eat if you want to have fun. <clears throat> food, fun. Fun food. <laughs> food, fun. Everybody understand? Okay. Party gets a little bit into the swing of things. They started mixing a little bit too much, and the lines got a little bit closer. Oh, so no. this dude... He was just a little bit hungry, but, you know, the food wasn't going to be, like, actual proper food wasn't going to be there yet. So he just went and, like, picked up a bag of, like, uh, sour straws, like sour mm-hmm. punch straws or something like that. Mm-hmm. He just went and ate the entire bag. <gasps> and then one of them, he goes sits down on the couch because he's not feeling too well. And his buddy's like, what you got there? <laughs> it's like, oh, just ate some of these sour punch straws. And he goes and takes the package from him and is like, these ain't sour punch straws, buddy. <laughs> 400 milligrams. <gasps> the dude thought he was going to die. You will be high for like a week off of that. He said that he felt like absolute shit for like four days. Oh, yeah. And like he said that he could feel his heart beating and he thought it was going to stop at any moment. Yeah. Well, he, he like ran to the bathroom, tried to make himself vomit just to get some of it out of his system. And I was sitting here dying the entire time just watching oh. this video. Because, oh like, gosh. I can easily imagine that happening to someone I know. Oh. I can't even imagine eating. Because I had, like, 20 milligrams. I can't imagine having 400. Times, yeah, 20 times that amount. Oh, my gosh. You know, theoretically, you can kill somebody with THC. You know, there's never been an overdose of THC. It's just not physically possible to eat enough or to smoke enough. That you'll actually overdose. Concentrated enough. Concentrate it and inject it, and you can overdose, and you will see God before you die. <laughs> you're not going to be able to smoke enough to do no, that. No, it is like physically impossible to either smoke or eat enough marijuana to to overdose. It's just, it's just, you just can't do it. You'll pass out way before you get to that point. But, but man, you'll have a trip. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to try it. Yeah. Nope. Vaughn, Vaughn is not with my not having a CDL. No, we're not. We're not trying get, that. Something nope. happens and I get <clears throat> I test positive. I lose my CDL. Yeah, so we're not. We we don't take chances around here. Nope. 
That's the taking re- a chance. With that's it. the reason I don't like smoke smoke it because I don't even want Vaughn to worry about getting a contact high. That's the reason I vape it. Well, that and, and I like the vape better. I don't like I don't like the way it smells. It's cleaner, easier to manage. Now, exactly. great, I, you don't you know, have look, to have look, some weird little jar to put it, it in. It was before <laughs> I had my CBL, but I've been. I bet you I probably would have tested positive after we got back from Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because <laughs> it was every freaking where. It Everybody was everywhere. Was it. Yeah, it was absolutely everywhere. Sounds like a blast. Jamaica was fun. No, we didn't. We didn't get messed up in Jamaica. Obviously, but you know, yeah. it, it's around. I got yeah. messed up. I got fucked up, but it wasn't on that. It was on alcohol. Oh my gosh! Because the alcohol, we were at a resort, and mm-hmm. the alcohol and the food is free. Because you're at the resort and everything is like compliment, uh, not complimentary, but what's uh, like all inclusive. All inclusive. You can have all the alcohol you want. You can have all the food you want. They had like different types of restaurants you could go to at this resort. So there was like a French restaurant and an American restaurant and a seafood restaurant and like you Italian. Italian. You pick what type of food you want that day and you go eat there. That sounds in the middle, absolutely fantastic. And in the middle of their big swimming pool in front of each one, there's a bar and a restaurant right in the middle, and you can just swim up to the bar, get you something to drink, and just have at it, man. Oh, my gosh. It, and, and the pictures that I have of this place, you don't understand. They look fake. That was the one I said. Like The first picture I took from our balcony, I looked at it, and I was like, this doesn't even look real. Yeah, it looks like a postcard. Like it just it, like the picture on my phone, but nobody would believe I was actually there. They're like, "Oh, you downloaded that?" No, no, no. I was really there and had that kind of view. It it and the picture did not do do it justice. Looking at the picture and then looking up, it was like, "Holy crap!" I'm jealous. Yeah, it was great. And then we went deep sea fishing, and that was fun. I got sick. We I got really so go, sick. Well, we went out in the ocean. We didn't like go way out, but we were probably out a mile because you couldn't Maybe. see the resort. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't see the resort over the curvature of the earth. We were out that far, it, it and the water so was funny black. because when we're we, going the right way, right? <laughs> when, when I told the guys, hey, if we catch more than one, I'll try to reel one in. But the first one, I wanted to be hurt, and she was feeling sick, and she was laying down, like taking a nap. And when the guys like hollering, "Fish on, fish on!" and like waking, trying to get her up, and they handed her that rod and reel, and she gave it like six or seven turns before she even knew what the hell she was doing. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I was then, not then finally, you can finally see when her eyes kind of, and she like realized what, where she was at and what she was doing. <laughs> but damn, that was some good eating, man. Gosh. We oh. we took because I caught it was it was like a sixty or seventy pound yellowfin tuna, right? Mm-hmm. And we held it up for pictures, and it was the coolest thing. And they're like, "Yeah, just take it up to the restaurant up there. They'll cook it for you." And we're like, "What?" They said, yeah, just take it up to the restaurant. They'll cook you a meal off this fish that you've just caught. Took it to the head chef over all three. We took it to the head chef. Yes, we took it to the head chef and we're like, okay, make us something with this. Surprise me. And he was like, how do you want it cooked? And we're like, how many different ways can it be cooked? That's what we want. Just bring us out a few different things. Pretend you're on a cooking show and have fun with it. You know. He brought some. Have a blast. (laughs) And brought us some that was like. He brought some sashimi. That was fried. He brought oh, some. It's not like fried fish. It was like, like it like it was tempura fried, but it was so fresh, it was just like falling apart. It was just oh. I mean, those tuna and it didn't taste were, fishy. They look like cow steaks. I mean, that's how dark red it was. Yeah, and he cooked them rare. And you, when you eat a tuna steak that's that fresh, and you eat it rare, it's just like it just melts in your mouth. So we had sashimi. We had tuna steaks. Yeah, the next real... night, we ate the rest of the fish, well, and we didn't it was eat the rest of it. The next night, yeah, we did. No, we did not. 
or later that day or something. It was three days we ate off that damn thing. Okay. It was the third day that, that the sous we chef. didn't have a whole lot, whole lot of it left, and the guy felt bad. So with what uh, tuna we had left, he brought out these big ass lobster tails to go with it. Yeah, it it was it was the best. Oh my gosh, and and Vaughn almost got eaten by moray eel when we were trying to get off the boat. Yeah. The guy was like, no, 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 wait, stop, don't, don't stop, step don't, step don't step off, off the boat. Yet. And we looked, and there's this gigantic moray eel. I mean, it was like that, like that big around. It's huge. And it was just swimming up there in the shallows. Because they just let you, they just back the boat up to the beach and just let you off. And and you have to step in about, you know, a foot of water or something like that. And this, this moray eel was just up there just swimming around. Dude was just vibing. Yeah, just vibing. And, uh... It, it was it was cool. We went we went four wheeler riding and we went zip lining and. No, no, oh, a, <laughs> I forgot about the water park that we went to while we were there at this uh, place where we were doing the zip lining and the four wheeler riding. You're, you're going through and when you hit the water, it's not like you skip. The way the thing was angled, you like stuck like a lawn dart, man. Like you just immediately <laughs> just come to a stop. And all that water just shoots up your nose. And I thought I was going to drown in four foot of water. And I knew. So, like, as soon as I got my bearings and I knew she was about to come down the, the slide, I turned around and just sitting there watching and waiting. <laughs> and she hit that water. She come up like, <gasps> I'm like, yep. It was great. Man, you guys are making me jealous. Well, we're, I want us to all go back. I think that would be so much fun. Well, it's like I told her, I was like, if you ever, she ever wants to go back someplace like that, I would go there before I would ever consider Hawaii. Yeah. I mean, because like, I'm planning on doing a study abroad summer 2020 in Japan. Yeah. Which oh, is actually which awesome. is actually one of the reasons why I'm learning Japanese now, because I want to be comfortable with the language before I go over there. Of course. And, you know, I'm also a computer science major, so going into the tech field, I believe that that would be... A good skill set to have. Absolutely. So I could especially work with... Damn. They just showed me the picture of the tuna, for the record. Yeah. And show, show them the pictures of the guys that were with us. Well, that's the guys that... Yeah, those were the two guys that helped us catch it. Those were the two guys on the boat. Damn. They were awesome. They were, like, hanging off the sides of the boat, and like, just... I don't know, they were, like, just walking along the edges of the boat, just, like, all willy-nilly. I'm like, dude, you're gonna die. <laughs> Hey, they're used to that. I know, but it makes just... no sense. I don't see how they just... Mm-mm. So, where are you planning on going in Japan? Just kind of like wherever they send you? Or do you have like a specific location you want to go? Uh, the university has a few different locations. I believe that the one that I would be going to would be Kyoto. Kyoto? And, I mean, a lot Isn't of it. Is that where they had the Olympics? I believe so. Like in... 2006 or something like that? 2004? I'm, I'm not too entirely sure. I'm going to look it up. Like, anyway, just going over there, I mean, everything's more or less connected by the train anyway, so you go over there, okay, you can be in one place, you can take the train to the next, because that's, like, the majority of travel over there is by bullet train. And one of my buddies who actually went previously, he said that you can get a uh, $300 or so pass mm-hmm. to take you... Anywhere for the bullet trains, however much you want, for like two, three weeks. That's awesome. 
And the bullet trains are <laughs> quite literally the fastest mode of transportation around. Oh, yeah. But there's so many different places I want to go when I'm there. And my buddy already told me that, you know, me just being an American, like visibly American and, you know, like six foot two, six foot three, walking around, there will be people that will stop me just because they think it's cool that, you know, there's somebody that tall. Right. And there will also be a bunch of older Japanese men that will walk up to you and try to practice their English just out of nowhere. Oh, that's so cool, though. Like, they'll try to practice their English. There'll be people trying to take pictures. And I was actually at Buffalo Wild Wings with these guys earlier this week. And they were talking about planning a trip after we all graduate. And they were like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see you, uh, meaning me, and Blake, some other friend of ours, go over there and, like, get in a cowboy dress-up or something just because, you know, be the stereotypical, hey, I'm from Texas. <laughs> and then I had to tell him. Howdy, y'all. Like, howdy, I, howdy, I had howdy, to tell howdy, him, howdy. yeah, I'm going to have to go and get, like, boots and stuff for that. And he's like, dude, aren't you from, like, East Texas or something? Don't you? Don't you have boots? Yeah, don't you just have we something like this? the same size shoe. You wear 14s, right? Yeah. I got a pair of 14 boots in there. You can take well, them. Hey, there we go. There you go. I told him, like, yeah, I mean, I'd probably have to get a cowboy get-up just because I don't wear stuff like that. And it just blew his mind because it's like, you're from little town in East Texas. You don't have something like this? <laughs> like, no. Like, no, I you don't, don't understand. We, we don't oh, all ride like, horses uh, to work. That's girl I dated in high school. Uh, her dad didn't really like it a whole lot because I wasn't into the country dressing. I didn't have the boots and all that crap. So one year at Christmas, man, he, he bought me a pair of the boots. He bought me, him and his mom, you know, her mom and dad bought me the boots, bought me some jeans, bought me a belt, a reasonable belt buckle, probably four or five shirts. Like the snaps, you know, the... the no, the, not, not, not the pearl snaps. Not snap the pearl snaps? No, no, okay. Because no. I was going to say, because that's ter- stereotypical Western... And then the last box Yeehaw. they gave me that had some of the shirts in it, when I unwrapped it, it was a cowboy hat box and i looked i unwrapped it and i saw it and i looked at him and i was like i'm sorry dude this is where i draw the line <laughs> i told you i ain't going that far with it and he started laughing and they're like just open it up and i opened it up and it was more shirts i'm like oh okay <laughs> I, like, I, I draw the line at the hat <laughs> but no i already know that if i were to go over to japan like that i I would definitely do that just to have fun, uh-huh. especially go and walk around like the more tourist-type areas like Akihabara, which are the very stereotypical, like, okay, you think Japan, you're seeing like all this anime stuff, all this like bunch of restaurants, a bunch of people walking around, like... Billboards everywhere. Yeah, like yeah. not the more metropolitan, like just regular city, like you think Japan, and if you have the most stereotypical image in your head, that's where it is, walk around in a Texas outfit like that. Yeah. We actually go and get the pearl snap, but it's the Texas flag. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Just that'd be hilarious. I would do it. Just because, I mean, I'm never going to see those people again. <laughs> and dude, hey, if you go to, when I was riding my motorcycle, I still have my chaps. You can wear chaps. You can wear your there chaps, we too. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I still have my leather chaps. You can wear those, too. Yep. That'd be why awesome. do they call them assless chaps? They're all assless. All all chaps are assless. Because you hear people try to make fun, but you got them assless chaps, don't you? And I'm like, have you ever even seen chaps, dude? If you're if they're not assless, they're just leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like squeaking when I walk. <laughs> I try to wear leather, I'd be starting a forest fire. Oh, <laughs> speaking of um, Asian c- 
cultures and Asian people, this is a good segue into Uh, another story Mm -hmm. that I wanted to talk about. There was a 76-year-old Asian woman in San Francisco who was on a street corner. Well, I I saw the news story. She was on a street corner, and this white guy just walks up to her and just sucker punches her right in the left eye for no reason. Well, we know that we know the reason because of all the anti-Asian sentiment that's been going on since they started calling it the China flu. It's a bunch of racism that's been mm-hmm. happening ever since they started like linking it to China and calling it all these racist names and stuff. So anyway, so he walks up to her and just right in the eye. And she reaches over and finds this stick on the ground and just fucks him up. I mean, he's a young guy. He's like in his 30s. And she's 76. She put him in the hospital. You ought to see him. Like, he's on a stretcher and his, like, his, his arm is bending at the wrong angle. And he's got blood all over his face. And she's just, like, doing this, like, yelling at him and stuff. Like, she fucked him up. It was great. Imagine trying to... Go after an old grandma and getting your teeth kicked in. <laughs> Couldn't have happened to a more deserving person is all I'm saying. <sighs> so you saw the picture of him like that dude on the gurney that was all like... Yeah, like like his arm was bent at the wrong angle and like everything. But yeah, she... Uh, she still had that stick in her hand in the she, video, man. She, she whooped his ass with that stick, man. Apparently, she was the second person that he hit that day. He uh, he also hit another elderly person, another elderly man, knocked him down, and then went went after this lady, and then got his ass kicked. So um, the fact that probably due to the fact that she's Asian, and he was also abusing elderly people, he's going to go down pretty hard. Real tough guy going and picking on the ones he don't think can fight back. Right. <laughs> right. Sorry, ass. I know. But um, let's see. Oh, there was a woman in, uh, I can't remember what town it was in Texas, but she walked into a bank and she wasn't wearing a mask. And so the security guard or or the police officer that was in there asked her to wear a mask. And she's like, what are you going to do? Arrest me? So they fucking arrested her and took her to prison. (laughs) Took her to jail. (laughs) Hell yeah. Famous last words. What are you going to do? Stab me? (laughs) What are you going to knife for? It's not like you're going to, what are you going to do? Stab me with it? Died by 37 stab wounds in the chest. You have died by irony. You stabbed me six times. What are you going to do? Stab me a seventh now? I bet you won't cut my throat. And after a while, you got to be, if you're the stabbing person, you'll be like, oh, maybe this guy's enjoying this shit. I'm right. Out. <laughs> like, you're not getting off to this, are you? Wouldn't you like to know? No, I wouldn't. Like, no, I really definitely would not want to like, know that. Stab me again. <laughs> I've already made. I've already gone three times. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> gross! So gross! Hey man, some people are into that. <laughs> so I've got a joke for you. As we reach the end, you'll like it. A little boy wanted a hundred dollars, and so he prayed really hard for two weeks for this hundred dollars, and nothing happened. So then he decided to write a letter to the Lord requesting this $100. Well, the postal authorities saw the letter that it was addressed to the Lord, USA. And so they send it to the president because it's cute. And they're like, well, maybe he can do something. So the president read the letter. He was impressed by the little boy. And he was like, all right, you know, send him a five. He'll think that's a lot of money. So they sent him a $5 bill. 
And the little she boy, bastard. <laughs> the little boy, Fucking he was. President. I'm sitting on like a five dollar bill. <laughs> he was delighted with the five dollars, and he sat down to write a thank you note to the Lord. And the thank you note said, "Dear Lord, thank you very much for sending the money. However, I noticed that for some reason you had sent it through Washington D.C. And as usual, those jerks took ninety five dollars of it." <laughs> 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 I don't think Alex is impressed with my joke. <laughs> Sorry, but my humor has devolved to something <laughs> subhuman, I guess. Well, we if if I don't send you a lost meme during the week, I feel like I've failed that week. Every single time I see notification from Cricket, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> It's another loss meme. It's going to have to do with either A, the game, or B, loss. <laughs> and that, that's something I cannot explain to Vaughn. And I don't he doesn't, care for you to try. He doesn't understand the loss meme. It's just, you just kind of have to know what it is. It's impossible. If you guys know what loss the meme is, then good on you. But I'm not even going to attempt to explain it here. Hooray for pattern recognition. <laughs> I hate my human brain sometimes. <laughs> I sent you, that last one that I sent you was Among Us as mm, Lost. Monkey. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, there, there's. I'm sorry. I find certain things funny that nobody else does, except no. occasionally. Except occasionally for Alex. <laughs> it's internet lore, my friend. <laughs> Lauren Bobert is back in the news again. Well, she's an idiot, so... <laughs> um, she is saying that we all know there was information that was declassified just a few days before Trump left office, and I know someone who is involved in declassifying that, and this person is getting very tired of waiting on the DOJ to do something about it, and we will be hearing about it very, very soon. This is my opinion with that information that I have. I will believe we will see resignations begin to take place. And I think we can take back the majority in the House and the Senate before the 2022 when all of this is ended. She fully, fully, fully believes that Trump is going to be sworn back into office and that all the Democrats are going to resign before 2022. She's in Congress representing people. So is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, she got suspended from Twitter like twice in a 24-hour period, and they are going to uh, put forth a resolution to expel her from Congress. I didn't realize that she ran unopposed. Yeah, that's why she won. Nobody ran against her. She only got 76% of the vote, and she ran unopposed. How do you not get 100% of the vote when you run unopposed? They were like, I ain't voting for her. You they skip that one. <laughs> well, they had to have voted for like Mickey Mouse or somebody other because you would default, you would get those votes if unless they physically voted for somebody else. So, twenty four percent of the people would rather do a write in. Would rather do a write in than vote for her. That's pretty bad. I don't think she's going to be running unopposed anymore. No. <laughs> And I wanted to talk about this. Um, this her Jewish space lasers. The funniest <laughs> damn thing I've ever heard in my life. I wanted to talk about this religious organizations with the with the um, religious exemptions, but I don't really want to go into that right now because we're already at like an hour and three. Yeah. 
We'll save that one for next week. We'll save it for next week. Because I have like a whole bunch of stuff to talk about still that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, I told you you'd have more than enough. Yeah. So is Trump responsible for the vaccine success or is the vaccine dangerous? It's like that picture of the one, <laughs> you know, you always see the two buttons and the guy's really confused. And it says, one, the, tra- the vaccines are dangerous. The other one is Trump gets deserves credit for the vaccines. And it shows a little guy sweating, didn't know which one. It says Tucker Carlson. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. I would, okay. just, I would find it very amusing. Like, you know how the, oh, if you or a loved one has been diagnosed with mesothelioma and you took X vaccination, <laughs> you may be entitled to financial compensation. <laughs> I'm just going to wait to see if that happens with COVID stuff, too. I mean, it's a real possibility. I just think well, it'd be funny because then we can make memes about it. <laughs> the whole thing about... That's what I live for. <laughs> yeah, live for the memes. But oh, the weird. whole thing about the uh, the vaccines is that we have given so many of them. And we have had so few problems. Like, of course, there's always going to be problems when you do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, out of a million vaccinations, one person will have a problem. That's amazing. And like the only thing that we got to worry about at this point is just long term effects. But you can't really test those without you know without without giving it yeah without testing testing it, yeah. yeah. So I mean, lesser I, two evils, I guess. Well, I, yeah. I just like how they're being honest about stuff now too. Because like this one guy asked the doctor, Doctor Fauci, and he says, you know how how long would the vaccine last for? Am I going to have to get another one next year? How does that work? And how soon am I going to have to get another one? And his answer was, I don't know. He said, people have only been, I mean, the trial started six months ago. We know it lasted at least six months. We know it lasted at least six months because those people still haven't gotten COVID. So right now, he said the next month, it'll be seven months. And the month after that, it'll be, they work for eight months. (laughs) All I know is that I want some semblance of normal life again, please. If we could just get everybody vaccinated, but like... I think it's 50, is it fully 50 or a little bit more percent of Trump voters are saying they absolutely will never get the vaccine for any reason? Even though Trump got his vaccine in private in January and didn't tell anybody, and now he's coming out trying to take credit for the vaccines? It's like, come on, pick a lane. He just wants to get credit for how well this is going. track drifting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, how many times he's saying, you just make sure that they remember, you know, I'm the one that did this. They didn't, you know, the, I get credit for this. Ah, that's all right. He's definitely going to get credit for the 500,000 dead. Oh, and next week we're going to talk about kids in cages because Ted Cruz is making a big deal about that now. So we're going to talk about the kids in cages. Ted Cruz is, he's an embarrassment, man. Kids I hate Ted cages. Cruz. He's the reason I don't want to be living in Texas anymore because it's embarrassing to know that he's a representative for our state. I know. But if if we moved, it would be to Louisiana, and that's like a little bit worse. Is anything worse than Cruz? Uh, Louisiana, man. But they don't have Ted Cruz. Yeah, but it's Louisiana. And but they don't imagine have Imagine the Cruz. mosquitoes. Yeah. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Louisiana also has higher taxes than Texas, so I'm kind of thinking maybe we'll live, like, in Texas, but, like, real close to Louisiana, so that, you know. But just, anyway. Just go to Wyoming so you can stop existing. Wyoming <laughs> doesn't exist. Everyone knows that. That's right. Wyoming, it's a government simulation. Exactly. We Wyoming have is Wyoming a government waffles. <laughs> Wyoming-shaped waffles? Correct. 
I don't know. Do they have other state-shaped waffles? I don't know, do they? I know we have Wyoming-shaped waffles. Wait, which one is... Oh, Montana is... Okay, Montana's the one that, like, goes out. And Wyoming... Is Wyoming square? Like, what shape is Wyoming? You're killing me. It's square, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Wyoming doesn't exist. It's a government plot. The look on her face is priceless. (laughs) It's like a dog trying to understand a magic trick. Or like people go into the orangutan exhibit at zoos and go and do like a little magic trick and then you just see their astonished faces. <laughs> oh, did you see that video they posted? Somebody did. Of, uh, they're at a zoo and this orangutan was sitting there eating something and he's like one of those little bitty monkeys. I don't know. I can't remember what they're called. But the little one, some of the little monkeys came up and one was looking at the orangutan eating something. And the orangutan just kind of looking off and he had it kind of partly hanging out of his mouth. And this little monkey thought he was going to go up and steal it from the orangutan. And next thing you know, you see the orangutan just, as soon as he grabs it, orangutan just grabs that little monkey like around the neck. Probably killed it. I don't know. Because, you know, them things are like stupid strong. Yeah. But he just like grabbed it. And you saw that monkey trying to get away. And he was just like taking this little <laughs> treat back and just started eating it again while he's holding the monkey. <laughs> they, okay, so there was That's an orangutan. Right? There was an orangutan that got loose in a neighborhood because some dude had it in his house. And got into a garage and took the spring from the garage door and had tied it into a knot by the time they got to him. Mm-hmm. Think about how, how much strength that takes. Can you imagine if like an orangutan like worked out? <laughs> that's, <laughs> why, it would be? that's why gorillas will always terrify me because they're stupid strong as is and they don't know how to weight train. Right? We don't know how strong they would be if they knew. That's like, Yeah. Give them protein shakes and a workout routine? <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> They'd be bench pressing tanks. <laughs> hey. They need to go put one in a gym where there's nothing but a, but a bunch of weights to lift around and stick him in the ass with a steroid needle and see what he does. He's going to walk out like 700 pounds and like, oh God. Oh my gosh. I have to start calling him buff. Oh, um primates are starting to go through their own stone age now. Ah, yes. Monkeys making stone tools. They are. So you know how you talk about oh, well, if evolution's real, why do we still have monkeys? Well, okay, so the answer to that question is because... Some people are a little behind. They're like, because we're cousins, we're not direct descendants, right? So, but we're at different stages in our evolutionary cycle. We are at one stage and monkeys are about 10,000 years behind us. Imagine if there's another one ahead of us while we were going through our Stone Age. They're the ones in space watching us. Laughing. Laughing. That's them damn Jews with their lasers. Yes! <laughs> it's the Jewish space lasers. <laughs> Rain down the fury of God. <laughs> you know that. Well, you know that's a thing, right? That crazy lady in Congress, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, thinks that the the wildfires in California were started by Jewish space lasers. That's real. That's real. She said those words. That was a thing that a human person said and meant it. You know, I would think that you're shit posting, but the looks on your faces are way too now, serious. No, this is I also can... the same lady that followed an 18-year-old kid down the street who had just survived the Parkland shooting. And was like being outspoken about it. David Hogg. And 
harassing this kid, saying, why are you doing this? You're just trying to do... I mean, nothing really happened. She completely thought that the it was all fake. Uh-oh. Got to take my crazy pills. Oh, God. <laughs> no, they're the ones that keep me from being crazy. So. Say, it's not the other way, because she ain't the only pills for that. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Sleep with one eye open. Yes. Well, it's yes. eight o'clock too. That means it should be time to go get that brisket out of the smoker. Oh yes, we got a brisket in the smoker. I'm so excited. I gotta cook the asparagus though. Um, we need to figure out how we want to cook the asparagus. Like you butter it in, in the corn. Yeah, that in the Ooh. corn. Okay, so we are going to shut right down up. the pod for today. Thank you, Alex, for being on. You're very welcome, and thank you for having me. You're welcome anytime. And you're welcome in the house anytime. I guess. I do have a key after all. I could just yes. walk in unannounced. That's true. Yeah. But I have cameras now, so it wouldn't be completely unannounced. So if you come to my house, you're on camera. Try me. <laughs> He'd be hey, sneaking in the back door. That's what our baseball coach thought in high school. Uh-huh. He found out we were going to wrap his, his house. So he went up and put motion sensors on, on the eaves of his house. So if we got anywhere near it, it would set the lights off and he would know. Right. We cased we cased the joint. We found a one little blind spot. <laughs> we got up to that got up to the house using that blind spot. We lifted one of our players up onto his roof <laughs> and he inched around on the roof and we were telling him where the motion sensors were and he would make it to the motion sensor, get down on his knees lean underneath the, the eave with his hand and unscrew the light bulbs. So he went around the whole house and unscrewed all the light bulbs from the motion sensors. And then we got back and then we got him back down and then we wrapped the shit out of his house. <laughs> and then we left the box with all the motion, with motion sensor bulbs on his front porch. <laughs> yeah, see, your worst mistake was telling me that you had cameras. Because now I know to avoid them. Your worst mistake was telling me that you had cameras because now I know to avoid them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I'm actually afraid somebody's going to steal my pride flag out front because we live in a very bigoted part of the state. It's just one of those things. Lace it with ricin. I could do that. Poison on the flag. <laughs> if, if some corpse shows up on your driveway, hey. <laughs> well, they shouldn't have messed with my flag. Oh, no. What happened? Right, let's wrap it up. I need to go check that. All right. We're wrapping it up. Say goodbye, Alex. Goodbye, Alex. Sayonara. Oh. Yeah, he ooh, he said goodbye in Japanese. Adios. Well, matane. See you later. Say goodbye, Vaughn. Bye. Bye guys, we love you.